What is up, Benicia? Okay. So I just gave Instagram like the formal introduction. Let me go ahead and go on ahead and give the podcast a formal introduction. Okay. You ready? Five, four, three, two. What is up, everybody? It's your girl, Constance Annan, and you are now listening to and watching Constance the Podcast. It's Wednesday. So today is all about um, the Bible and the Word of God. This is our Bible study segment. And, um, we are filming this on Instagram Live, so make sure you're following Constance the Podcast on Instagram Live at Constance the Pod. Um, Benicia, go ahead and shout out your Instagram so they can follow you. Uh, my Instagram is Benice, B-E-N-E-A-S-E. Okay, cool, cool. So uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, pray first before we jump into the Word of God, okay? Benicia, you lead the prayer this morning, and I will close out later on today, okay? All right. All right, Father God, we come to you this morning um, with open hearts and open minds. And, um, you know, we would appreciate it if you could guide our our thoughts and our words in this Bible study session today and uh, bless those that do ter- uh, tune into it today. And uh, uh, thanks for waking us up and all that good stuff. And amen. 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 Sounds good. So let's go ahead and get started. Um, If you guys have been, like, following Constancy Podcast on Instagram, then you already know that we're doing a 30-day challenge. This challenge is full of verses that were made specifically for women. Last week, we went over Romans 12. This week, we are going over 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 5 through 11. And I am going to be completely honest with you. When I read, I probably, I I think I spent, like, 45 minutes just rereading it because I was so, like, what did I just read? Yeah. And, um... I'll be honest, like this verse, I could not figure out why this was even a part of the list of things that I had to read as a woman. Um, I guess, I don't know, like I didn't gather much from it. We can go over it. Let, let me briefly, let me just read 5 through 11 for everybody, for those that aren't using their Bibles. Um, I am reading out of the King James Version. Should I do King James or NIV? Um, I don't know. Do NIV because the King James version was confusing. It was like, a big. It was confusing. It's hard to read. It was so like what we like to do. So whenever we read the Bible, oh, okay. So whenever I read the Bible, I'll start with the KJV, the King James version, and then if it's too hard for me, I might go to like the New King James version. Then I'll go to NIV. Then I'll go to Schmoop.com, which is like a spark spark notes for the Bible, and I'll just try my best to fully understand what it is that I've grasped. But this chapter was a mess. Anyways. I'm going to go to NIV, mm, if I can find it. Because when I read the NIV, it definitely was like, oh. I still didn't really gather anything. Like, I guess it made a little bit more sense, but it did. I didn't gather anything from it. But I'm going to read for you guys chapter uh, 7, 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 5 through 11. Um, so a little bit of a backstory, because I guess this helps. Um, yeah. It's basically about Paul writing to the church of Corinth. So this is the second series of letters that he's giving to this church. And I think he actually also founded this church. So he has like close, he's within close proximity of the church and, um, or he has a close relationship with this church. And, um, I guess this is kind of his apology letter per se. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. Let's just read the verse. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Let's read. Let's see. Okay. So he says, so this is verse five. 
For when we came into Macedonia, we had no rest, but we were harassed at every turn. Conflicts on the outside, fears within, but God who comforts the downcast comforted us by the coming of Titus, and not only by his coming, but also by the comforting you had given him. He told us about the longing for me, your deep sorrow, your ardent concern for me, so that my joy was greater than ever. Even if I caused you sorrow by my letter, I do not regret it, though I did regret it. I see that my letter hurts you, but only for a little while. Yet now I am happy, not because you were made sorry, but because your sorrow led to your repentance. For you became sorrowful as God intended, and so were you not harmed in any way by us. Godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret, but worldly sorrow brings death. See what is godly sorrow has produced in you. What earnestness, what eagerness to clear yourselves, what indignation, what alarm, what longing, what concern, what readiness to see justice done. At every point, you have proved yourself to be innocent in this matter. So that is the full verse. And um, the only thing that really stuck out to me was that Paul said, um, like, I see that I hurt you, but that I didn't really, like, I apologize for what I did, what I may have said in the last letter. I see that I may have hurt you guys, but I'm not sorry because at the same time, this sorrow led you to want to seek God. And so it kind of made me think about how, I guess like last week I was, you know, stuck on the fact that. The Christian, like, you know, typical Christians or the church love to condemn, condemn, condemn. And when I saw this, I kind of just felt like Paul is in the place of the church, right? And everyone's condemning. But at the end of the day, it's the condemnation that led you to want to seek God. I guess the Paul realizes that the Corinths are now seeking God and wanting to, you know, better their relationship with God. And so although he may have hurt them, it led to something ultimately good. And so I guess it's like rather than me taking... Per, like me feeling personally attacked by somebody wanting to condemn me, I should realize that they're kind of leading me to seek God because to be honest, anytime anybody points a finger at me, what it does is ultimately make me question my relationship with God, but not necessarily question, but want to ensure that I really am, you know, well-versed in the word and also just want to make sure that I am, I guess, to prove to myself and to prove to them that I do have a relationship with God, I will begin to seek God more. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I guess that's what I got. And then I it also really, um, sorry, I know I'm talking. I'm going to let you talk in a second. I also peeped that um, verse 10, that, that stuck out to me. Godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret, but worldly sorrow brings death. And um, I don't know, it stuck out to me. I didn't really know how to interpret it though. And I, yeah, and I tried to like look it up and I just couldn't figure out how to break this down. So Benicio, what did you get from this? Um, honestly, equivalent to what you got from it, I was trying to figure out, like, why would this be important right. for women specifically? And then, like, I, um, so I did, like, some background research because I didn't know all of that stuff about Paul uh, prior to. And right, I remember right. last week you told me that Paul wrote Corinthians and stuff, and I was like, oh, snap. But, um, as, like, a... <laughs> As, like, uh, that verse in its entirety, the, the part that really resonated the most for me um, was the part, verse 10, where it's talking about godly sorrow mm-hmm. brings repentance that leads to uh, salvation and stuff like that, and the difference between, like, worldly sorrow and godly sorrow. And I was trying to figure out what, what was, is the difference. What, what is worldly sorrow, right? Yeah. yeah. So... Um, and I still don't know to this day, like, is it like, cause I remember, uh, 
back in college, I used to always come to you and be like, Constance, the world messed up. It's gone. <laughs> like, I got to save him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe that's what that's alluding to, like not to get so far invested in the world's plight or whatever, because there's essentially nothing that we can do about it. Mm-hmm. But, um, but when I read the King's James version, I was weak <laughs> at the um, what just how Paul was phrasing his stuff uh, in verse eleven, where he was just like, uh, "What is it? I'm trying to find it." See what this godly sorrow has produced in you: what eagerness, what earnestness to clear yourselves, what indignation, what alarm, what lodging, what longing, what concern. This is when he expresses that, like the result of his condemnation. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, what revenge and all this other stuff. I was like, he was hype. He was really hype for them. But, yeah, um, yeah, you could just see the love that he had behind his condemning. So I think that was something else, too. So it also stuck with me, and I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, you're good, you're good. The, um, but honestly, I think the, the part for me that really, um, that like my greatest takeaway from this and maybe might be the reason on why it's for women or something like that was just like how firm Paul was on his like stance. He was just kind of like, yeah, I might have hurt your feelings, but I don't regret it. And um, and I was trying to like internalize that to how like women interact with each other and everything like that. But I wasn't really coming up with anything. I feel you. Like I, I really tried so hard to make it. Um connect with me being a woman and I think your point is good but I'm so stuck on the fact that like this letter was basically brought out of him realizing that he hurt people's feelings and And the reason he hurt their feelings was linked to condemning them you said what I said now that now hearing you say it like maybe that might be the point it's like uh and maybe like maybe this particular verse isn't just for women it might be on the men's version of this as well too because like the whole idea of like recognizing that you have hurt someone and being apologetic towards that, but still standing firm, firm in what you said, firm, you know, original right. belief on right. why you went there. You right. Know what I'm saying? Especially if it's coming from, you know, a good place. Cause you know, on right. the last one it was saying love is sincere. And it's clear that Paul is sincere in his love for this church. And is just really doing it out of, you know, worrying about their souls. Right. You know? So, I mean, okay, from all of that, I get literally all I heard. I, so, I get what you're saying. Be firm in what you say, even if it does hurt people, because you know, in, like, you know that your intention behind it was not mal. Yeah, you did not have malintent, you know? Um, so, that is one thing. But I think, I don't know, I feel heavy. It's heavy in my heart that, like, when rather than, this is for me, rather than being upset about somebody condemning me or finger pointing at me because I curse a little bit too much or whatever, like, whatever, the their intent behind it, regardless of their delivery, is to lead me closer to God. So it's not up to me to be, you know, upset with them or to hate them or to speak poorly about them or even to judge their relationship with Christ. That's not my position, you know. It's really just understanding that this condemnation that people bring towards others is really just them caring for your soul. Mm -hmm. You know, at the end of it all, regardless of how they relay the information, and I will be Fair, I do think everybody should work on their delivery, but we are not perfect, so I cannot expect perfection from another human. You know, they're just doing what it is that they can do the same way we've chosen to come in this on this platform, 
to share the word of God. You know, somebody else has a different delivery and I can't judge them for that. Um, I think that uh, Paul recognizing his fault is something that, like you said, is something that we should all try to do. When you realize that you've hurt somebody, you don't ignore it. I think it's something worth addressing, especially if your initial, um, the first thing that you said to them was brought out of you out of love. Like if you had good intention behind it, stand firm in what you said, but also, um, you know, accept that you hurt somebody and apologize. So I think those are the two things, understanding that people that condemn you are not necessarily condemning you because they hate you. It's they're, they're trying to give you the word of God in the best way they know how. And that's not up to me to judge them, I guess. Because yeah. like, ultimately, when somebody shares the word of God with you, they have love for you. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean, like, uh, I guess we can like expand it even further past just like someone giving you the word of God, because I'm really trying to relate. No, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. But like, I was thinking about just how like catty women are. And how, like, there's a difference between how men handle disputes and how women, women handle hand, disputes right. amongst themselves. Right. Like, men seem to, like, get past the emotional aspect of it and, like, can work it through. Whereas women, we just kind of, like you were it. saying, like, if someone's, you know, it could be, like, a close friend that's coming to you and saying, like, girl, right. I really don't think. And then right. instead of hearing what they have to say, we internalize it and be like, well, oh, she's just, ah, right. when that's not necessarily the case. Like, right. um, and maybe that might be the intent on why they put it in there for women, just to get us to realize like how you were saying, like, um, when people are coming to you with good intentions, even though what they may, what they may be saying may be a little harsh or a little negative or whatever, like, your real issue isn't with them. It's with yourself and your relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And that's what needs to be reassessed. Right, 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 right. That's good. Okay. So I guess we've come to, like, I think we did a good job of trying to relate to this because I don't, it, it, this was like a very, not Dang. strange passage, but pass, it wasn't a strange passage but, passage, but I felt like it was very specific to a specific group. And so it was so hard for me to, you know, see how it could pertain to me but this is something to take in like don't um be mad at whoever for saying whatever just like that's my opportunity to really yeah assess my relationship with god assess um how i feel why i feel i always talk about that it's so important to understand why you feel the way you feel and realize that all of that is internal like it's you know you're feeling this way because of how can i say this these emotions are intentional. So like allow yourself to feel them, allow yourself to assess them. And when you are assessing these feelings, speak with God um, and just understand that. So here's another thing I wanted to, we are touching 15 minutes. I just want to say that, but um, I think it is also important to be able to, not to be able to, to identify this, but like when somebody is coming for you, how do you even know that the intention is good? You know? Cause that's the thing. It's like, you know, we're talking about when somebody comes for you, it may be to lead you closer to God. It's like, well, that's only if the intention is good, I guess. Does it matter if the intention is good or bad? Uh, dang, like, I don't, I really don't know. Cause I feel like, you know, obviously like God works through all the people that we interact with. So I feel like there, there has to have been a reason on why they came at you the way they did. And most of the time, often than not, it's more than likely something that they didn't, you know, it'd be projections of right. their inner turmoil. Right. As we discussed last on week. Us, yeah. Right. But it's right. just kind of like, 
instead of instead of taking any sort of criticism or any sort of like negativity period whether it's coming from like a person of god or just like a regular regular person Mm -hmm. i feel like the whole point of the passage or whatever is to realize like you don't need to take your anger out on them like there's no point in that like just you know it's a reason on why some that was said or whatever like just go back and have a little conversation with god and get righter you know, right. Yeah. right, right, right. I think it does all just lead you back to God and that's what you need to assess. People will, yeah, that's that's what it is. People will tell you about yourself or whatever and it's like, how dare you tell me about myself when, I mean, I'm not saying you should listen to everything everybody says, but take it in and take it to God. Like, hey God, so-and-so said X, Y, and Z. Do I need to assess this? Do I need to figure this out? Like everybody's so afraid of somebody telling them about themselves. And I mean, you don't gotta, you know, you don't have to accept it, but I think it's worth, um, bring it like, to God rather than trying to figure it out yourself or hating this person or, you know, what, I, like having, um, a bad heart towards somebody. I don't think that's what it should elicit. I think it should draw you closer to God to at least, um, even if it's you seeking God to ask God to help separate you from people that, you know, shed negative light on you or don't are, you know, don't speak about things within your best interest, whatever it may be. I think everything should direct you to God. And I think that that's really I think what I got is like, Just I think that's what God. I got. Yeah, go to God. And I, 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 it really is sitting with me, the whole like not being mad at those that condemn because they're doing it the best way they know how. And mm. of, of course, I would appreciate, um, I would appreciate them realizing that they could have done it in a better way and possibly apologizing. But at the end of the day, I understand that their intention was to um, draw me closer to God, you know? Yeah. And yeah. that's the, like, that's all you need. You need that push to get closer to God, to figure out what God has in line for you and what God wants your story to be and what God wants to tell you about yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for, uh, for me, my thing was just how how firm Paul was on his whole, like, the fact that he was just like, yeah, I hurt your feelings, but I don't care. Right. Was like a like a yes yeah you know? not i don't it wasn't that i don't care it was i hurt your feelings i accept and i understand that i hurt your feelings but this led but you closer to god so i can't regret that yeah 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 like i knew it wasn't because he didn't care but it right. was just kind of like i appreciated his um his sternness and just uh the confidence and everything that he had in delivering the message right and, and i'll so, be now that you say that like um being our timer, I'm on 18 minutes, but, um, I realized that like, see, that's the devil. Cause I just don't forgot the point. Yeah. Um, okay. What were you saying? You were just like, uh, with how stern Paul was in his, uh, when know. we do these things, like I get a little bit nervous when I come on here and I say to anybody, anytime I'm speaking about the word of God, which is why I always like to pray. So I'm like, God direct me and allow me to say the right thing, but we got to be firm in this. Like I can't, you know, there's no backtracking. You have to understand yeah. for both of us. Like we both have to understand that we're doing this to bring people closer to God. It may not sit well with people. It may rub people the wrong way. And you know, we don't have to, what am I trying to say? I guess sometimes when I do speak about the word of God, depending on who I'm speaking to, I try to be selective about what I say so that they're able to relate to it, depending on who they are and where they are in their journey. But the matter of fact is just deliver. I'll be wanting to cuss so bad. Just deliver the message. And um, like, so far as your intention was good, don't be bad. Don't feel bad about it. Don't feel like, oh, I should have said it this way. I should have did it this. Like, you know, um, you got to just be 
be firm on what you say, be firm on how you deliver the word of God, be firm in everything that you do, especially if you know you had good intention behind it. And I think yeah. that is a great message to take away as well, because I always reflect on things and I'm like, oh, I probably should have handled that differently. And it's like, no, you thought about it before you went in to go say it, before you went in to go do it. You knew that you weren't trying to be mean. You knew that you weren't intentionally trying to hurt anybody's feelings. And so don't feel bad. Don't regret. Don't, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like, it's like, as long as you, as long as it's coming from a good place or whatever, uh, I feel like, uh, especially in Paul's case, you know what I'm saying? Like, how people take what you have to say or whatever is literally on them. Yeah, yeah. Can't really get caught up in, oh, I should have said it this way or this way or that and the third, because if you know, like, if it's coming from a good place, then so be it, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Definitely. I completely agree. And I think that that I think we've touched on the takeaway points. Yeah. Godly sorrow brings repentance. For sure. For sure. And I think we still kind of stuck on the worldly sorrow. But honestly, like when you worry about this stuff in the world, you will go mad and go crazy. Like the only thing you need to be worrying about is your relationship with God and keep it moving because you just can't solve anything. Yeah. I had to learn that one the The hard way. way. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So um, we can go ahead and conclude this episode. Um, I think the overall takeaway points was like, be firm in what you say. Understand that condemnation is not necessarily somebody trying to hate on you or hate you or take you down a negative route. It does come out of love. And um, just focus on your relationship with God. Stop worrying about everything. Like when somebody comes for you, when something's not sitting right, just take it to God and talk to God about it. That's what I would take away from this scripture was a little difficult and i would love to hear what the listeners have to say um if y'all read as y'all heard us read it whatever whatever came to y'all's minds share it with me in the comment section share it with me in my dms whatever it may be okay because i would love to hear other people's perspective on this because i was a little bit lost and like i'm so surprised we were even able to come to a consensus on what we thought we gathered from this word because i didn't even it was it was a lot i, I prayed so much i prayed so much and i was like god like open my mind to fully understand this i just couldn't even get I guess I read it and I understood. I just didn't understand how it could pertain to me, but I think I have an idea now. Yeah, same, same. Like, yeah. Okay. There's a lot taken away from this. Right. Confidence, you right. know, faith, all of that stuff. So. Right, right. Um, so I will close out with a prayer and then um, I have some stuff that I want to share with the audience. And then we can wrap up. Okay, so let's go ahead and pray. Father God, I thank you so much for um, bringing us together, waking us up. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this life. Thank you for choosing us and choosing to breathe life into us. Okay, Uh, Father, I'm so grateful for the opportunity we had to read the word, consume the word, and analyze and dissect the word. Um, Thank you for allowing us to both come together to share our perspectives. And um, thank you for uh, allowing me to fully understand why this word was so important for me to take in. And uh, God, I just pray that you allow this message to stick with me throughout my life and that I do not neglect and forget that those that quote unquote condemn me are not doing it, you know, out of hate. And I, and I pray that I remember to always seek you and chase after my relationship with you. And I pray that I'm always firm in whatever it is that I say and whatever it is that I do. I pray the same for Benicia and I pray the same for whoever it is that is listening. Um, God, I thank you so much for, you know, your word. I thank you so much for the love and compassion you show towards us. And I'm so grateful again for this day. And I'm so grateful that you chose to breathe life into us. Um, amen. <laughs> uh, yeah. I would uh, like to invite 
anybody that is interested in being a part of this segment, you know, if you would like to chime in on next next week's read, shoot me a DM and let me know that you want to be a part of it. We do shoot on Wednesdays from like, if you are available anywhere from like 10.30 to like 11 o'clock noon, slide in my DMs if you want to be a part of it. And um, I think we will go about this in the, if we have like guests, we'll take this to Zoom and, you know, we can all chime in on a Zoom call and I could definitely, and I will definitely like have it on my podcast streaming sites and YouTube and things like that. So I guess let me just reiterate if you are interested in being a part of this segment, uh, we do do this every Wednesday and we do film around 10, 30, 11 o'clock. That's the window. If you're available, you want to be a part of it. You want to read and dissect the word with us. Shoot me a DM. Let me know and I'll shoot you a Zoom invite and we can go and go on ahead and do that. Um, if you guys aren't already doing so, make sure you are following Constance the Podcast on Instagram at Constance the Pod. Make sure you are following Benicia at Benice. Spell it for him. Uh, it's B-E-N-E-A-S-E. So do that. Follow Constance the Podcast on Instagram at Constance the Pod. Follow Benice on Instagram. And um, you guys just stay tuned. Okay, next weekend, wh- what are we reading next week? Um, dang, I got to pull it up. Oh my. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Okay, um, hold on, y'all. Next I guess we weren't that prepared. Um, give me a second. I'll find it. Um, next week we um, are reading. It's Second Timothy. Okay, Second Timothy, chapter two, verses fourteen through eleven. This is on the Constancy Pod um, Instagram. It has its own personal highlight Bible study, so that you guys can, you know. Um, check that out so that you guys can keep on reading with us and um, don't forget that Fridays are advice column days so if you need advice click the link in my bio click on the Dear Constance advice column tab and leave advice that is anonymous and that is it we're going to wrap up today's episode Benicia do you have any last words no appreciate y'all for tuning in I appreciate you Constance for having me of course of course and yes thank you guys so much for tuning in and uh, peace Yeah.